Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast. With me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, there's only one place to start, and that's with England, as we bring you their Euro 2024 qualifier against Ukraine. And would you believe it's live on TalkSport later on this afternoon? So Harry Kane stands, addresses the ball, runs up, hits it, right on it! Harry Kane! History maker and record breaker! The most difficult game in the group has been navigated successfully. England fans have got to trust Gareth Southgate. He's transformed a side that was humiliated in Nice by Iceland into a side that goes deep into tournaments. Ultimately, we need to qualify from this group and to do that, a win tomorrow puts us in a really strong position. Lays it back for Zinchenko. Wise up a strike! What a goal! From Oleg Zinchenko! We've got to take the game to them and we've got to make sure that we make them suffer with the ball. Vitaly Mikolenko with a beautiful, sumptuous, wonderful first-time volley. With this being the opening qualifier for them compared to England, yeah. who've had to travel to Naples, um, had to put a big performance in there, they might be the fresher of the two sides. Yep, join Adrian Durham with all the build-up. That's from 4pm ahead of kick-off at 5pm with Jim Proudfoot and the former England captain Stuart Pearce calling the action. Let's hear now from the England manager, Gareth Southgate, who's been speaking to our England correspondent, Faker Others, and he says it's vital they back up their win over Italy with victory against Ukraine at Wembley. That's the challenge, is, is to put on a performance that excites the supporters. We've got full house, but ultimately we need to qualify from this group, and to do that, a win tomorrow puts us in a really strong position. So, in terms of what we can take from the other night where well, we can't give the ball away like we did at times in Naples that's that's clear and obvious um, I don't expect us to do that but we play a team that will be fresh physically and um, are adapting to the style of a new coach which we've a, a reasonable idea of what they might do but there's also they haven't had a, a competitive game with him yet so there's a little bit of uncertainty around that and I think they will you know, they do have some very good players, as we saw in the Euros. Yeah, I think they played um, a behind-closed-doors friendly against Brentford B-side. Um, and obviously they haven't played competitive football for about nine months now. But but what kind of threat do they pose? Can you take what you learnt from the Euro quarter-final, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, I think um, technically very good midfield players in particular. 
we know both the wingers that are likely to start have played or are playing in the Premier League so they're well known to us but but I think it's that midfield area where they, they can keep possession of the ball in tight areas and they can um, cause you to run and chase and we've got to make sure that our pressure is right and that our structure's right but also we've got to take the game to them and we've got to make sure that we make them suffer with the ball. And we've spoken a lot about Ivan Tony. obviously now Harry has broken the record incredible achievement for him perhaps on the score sheet hopefully on, on, on Sunday it might open up an opportunity for Ivan Well he, he's here because we believe in him and we're ready to use him we haven't bought another forward and um, he, uh, he he's impressed us with the way he's trained the way he's worked, his finishing looks really good so he's also in a, in a very good moment that we won't hesitate to use him Ray also sat down with the Everton and England goalkeeper Jordan Pickford to look ahead to this afternoon's game and he's been telling us their aim is to win Euro 2024. As a group, as a nation, we want to win win a trophy but there's a lot of hard work goes in before getting to that end point. We've got a tough group, you know, winning away at Italy the other night was a massive start but like the manager uh, touched on, it only counts if we beat Ukraine on Sunday at Wembley that'll put us in a very good position but we've got Italy, Ukraine, North Macedonia knocked out Portugal in the playoffs um, so we know we've got a tough group but it's a challenge we, we all embrace and a challenge we want to take on you know and I think we're prepared for that So Harry Kane stands addresses the ball runs up hits it right on it Harry Kane history maker and record breaker his place in the pantheon of England great's long assured but he's now the most prolific of the lot from Bloomer to Finney to Charlton and Greaves and back again to Rooney and Kane England's number nine he's now England's number one he's a leader you know he's a captain but he leads by example on and off the pitch you know training pitch he's always the first one off he's always doing his bits you know he's always been ready if you give yourself the best opportunity training you're going to you know, you've done your hard work and, you know, game day you're going to be ready and fully prepared and I think that's what he does brilliant and um, obviously Waz's record was a very good one, proud moment for him but for Harry to break his record and me to be a part of the team when he's, he's breaking a record like that with such, such many great players behind him now is um, it's a proud moment for him, you know, and his family. Ukraine yeah. up on Sunday... The last time you played them was in Rome, in that quarter-final, in, yeah. in, in the Euros. They've not played a competitive match for, for nine months, for yeah. obvious reasons. But what do you make of them? What do you remember about that match? Yeah, I remember it well. It was warm. <laughs> no, the, um, I feel like it was a very good game from us, winning 4-0. But the, I think they still had a, their fair chances in the game as well. You know, but I don't think... If you reflect on the game and you look back at it, you wouldn't probably say it was a 4-0 game because they were top side, you know. One would need to be on our A game tomorrow to beat. But, uh, yeah, they've got some top individuals, you know. have got a few players in the Premier League and players across Europe who are playing for top sides and they're a good, proud nation. Meanwhile, the former English striker Gabby Agbonlahor was alongside Jamie O'Hara on kickoff, and they gave their thoughts ahead of the game. Foden 100% will start tomorrow, but 
like you said, I just think England um, all round dug in deep. When it got tough, you know, in the trenches, they dug in and they kept Italy at bay. Mm. In terms of the game management on Gareth Southgate, now I've done a show uh, straight after the game and there was a lot of England fans who were phoning up who weren't happy with that second half performance saying it's oh. the same old Gareth Southgate, same old mistakes, same old he's reactive instead of proactive. You know, he doesn't change it when we was under the cosh. He did though. Listen, you might have... Did he? He could have changed it a bit earlier, but... He needed more legs near the end. Gallagher, I mean, Calvin Phillips' legs went after, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. after he 50 was chasing minutes. shadows. Chasing shadows, yeah, couldn't yeah. get near. I, I, my argument was, how can you not see, as a coaching staff, Gareth Southgate in the second half where Italy were all over yes. us? The problem was in midfield. Who you would know? you have brought on for Calvin Phillips after 50 minutes? Conor Gallagher. You would have brought him on. Yeah, because he's... Br- because I've seen him play before, for Chelsea yeah. off the bench in yeah. that position. And he's brilliant off the bench because yeah. he's got legs. Yeah. He's got energy. Yeah. You know, and he'll get on the ball. He's confident. And I was looking at him thinking, he's he's he out on his tired. feet. Yeah, he did look he tired. looks tired. But do you think we're not blessed enough in that position, as Southgate says, about... You know, because you look at Henderson. He was on the bench, wasn't he? got Bellingham. Who's coming mm. through, and he's more of a. Yeah, I'm on about level. Rice and Phillips on that position, aren't they? They're sitters, aren't they? Think about it. Who else have we got? Rice, Phillips, Henderson. Who else? Which is really a ball-winning defensive yeah, Can't you play Bellingham in there and then play Phil Foden in front of him? Yeah, but Bellingham's not going to sit there, is he? He gets itchy feet sitting as a sitter, wouldn't he? He wants to bomb forward. I think Bellingham can do anything. Mm. I think you can play Bellingham in a two. You can play him as a three. I think for me. The future of England in midfield is Declan Rice and Jude Bellingham with Phil Foden in front of him. Yeah, That's what I think. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Calvin Phillips is, in my opinion, good enough to hold that position yeah. against the best. But don't you think that, like, in the Euros, when you had Phillips and Rice sitting, that some games that might be um, a good option? I know it's defensive-minded. What's your Tottenham, mate? I know, <laughs> I know it is. Like but but, but let's talk about players. Foden in there. But who needs a game tomorrow? Is Madison... Give Madison a game at number 10 in behind Tony. But I don't think he's going to do that, Southgate. I think he's going to want to get six points on the um, yeah, the will, board. Yeah. He's going to play Kane and he's going to play maybe Foden. But I'd love to see Madison given a chance. And a reminder, of course, you can hear England against Ukraine. It's live on Talk Sport. That's from 4pm this afternoon with kickoff at Wembley at 5pm. Elsewhere in Euro 2024 qualifying, Scotland thrashed Cyprus 3-0 in their opening game at Hamden Park and Wales drew with Croatia. That in their first game, of course, since Gareth Bale's retirement. Here's the reaction from both of those matches. Scotland 3, Cyprus 0 and two late goals from Scott McTominay added a veneer of respectability to a fairly workmanlike, even nervy Scotland performance against a very solid Cypriot side. Good start to the group, three points. Some good things and some things that are not so good that we have to get a little bit better at. But overall, no, very pleasing. Brilliant. You know, you could not for a better day. It was obviously really important to, to start the campaign well. Three points, clean sheet, that's what you want. So we, we take that and, and move on to Tuesday. We got the win, we got the three points, uh, and that's the main thing. So I'd like you to get the win eventually uh, after a sticky performance. There at the back post was John McGinn, and it's the 16th time that John McGinn has scored under Steve Clark. Scotland won, Cyprus nil. Obviously delighted that my, my personal aim is to try and get us to Euros. Obviously if the goals come, it's, it's brilliant, but... It's surreal to see myself alongside those names on that list and, and hopefully I can keep adding them. Good decision to push them a little bit further forward. <laughs> if I take any, any credit, that's the only thing I did. The rest is down to John. 16 goals for a midfield player. is a great return. He's got six assists. So it's a big contribution to what we're trying to do. The Tartan Army are loving it now. 87 minutes gone and Scott McTominay 
has just crashed the ball into the back of the net to give Scotland a 2-0 lead. Scott's always pushing to start. Scott's always in, in my or the front of my mind when it comes to selecting a side. I'll be honest with you, this is a tough watch, but the Scots won and Steve Clark would gladly take the same and another win against the Spanish. Scotland 3, Cyprus Nillian. You don't need to make those headlines. I think the positive ones are better than the negative ones. You know, in the end, to, to keep going, tie our Cyprus out in the end and, and get the goals, it's, it's a good start. It's a good start. It's a really good start to the group. And then we have to try and back it up on Tuesday night against the Spanish. And there goes the final whistle. Unbelievable, it really is. In the fourth minute of time added on, Nathan Broadhead, on as a substitute from close range, and he stabbed it home for the equaliser. It's his senior international debut. It was quite emotional. Uh, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time and to get on the pitch for Wales is an amazing feeling in itself but to score a goal is even better to get Wales a point so yeah amazing he's in tears at the end that's that's what it means to him you know he's in tears at the end of the game with the supporters I can still get our supporters out there now singing and uh it means the world to him. This is arguably the most difficult game in the entire Euro qualifying 2024 group game for uh, for Wales. So the fact they're going to come away from Croatia, who are strong favourites to win the group outright, is an unbelievable result. It really is. Well, it feels like a win. When you get the equaliser like we did late on in the game, it feels like a win. And I think the lads deserve it for the effort they put in. Wonderful night for Wales. Croatia won, Wales won. We've got to build on it now. We can't get complacent thinking we've, we've come to a... Um, Croatia are a very good team and, and got a point, so we've, you know, we've we're the finished article. There's things we still need to improve on, and we have to replicate that again on Tuesday if we're going to get anything out. We can't guarantee results, but if we give a level of performance like that consistently throughout this campaign, we'll win more than we lose. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live, from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now, away from international football for a moment, the former Oxford United boss Carl Robinson joined Natalie Sawyer and Tony Cascarino in the studio on game day breakfast. He managed Delhi Alley whilst at MK Dons and he's been talking about what's next for the former Spurs midfielder who's currently playing his football out in Turkey for Besiktas or not playing, as the case may be. I'm sick to death, right, of 
he gets criticised for so many. Yeah, okay, his performance have been horrendous, and mm. we can judge him, and no one knows him. Like, yeah. I, I know it's part of what these responsibility these shows are to mm. to have an outside comment on the situation, and and fundamentally, you're thinking even even he'll agree. But yeah, his performance haven't been great, but equally, I think the. the He's becoming the way the Premier League is nowadays. You are there to be shot down consistently with a young English player. You really are. And whether that be the Phil Foden, the people like that, it's, it's almost like once they reach this height, then all of a sudden there's a, a downward spiral to where we want them to go to bring them down to, to make them topics of conversation. And even just this week, I, I, this is not coming from him, but I, I read some of the articles this week about him going, well, the word was AWOL, AWOL wasn't it? AWOL, yeah, from Besiktas, where he's on And line. then uh, I spoke to somebody in the manager gave him permission to go to the doctors and he knew where he was. But so it's, it's easy when someone's it's easy when someone's in a bad place to to keep throwing mud at somebody, surely. Mm. Yeah, and it, and this is part of this is part of maybe the, the, the downward spiral in his performance. The one mistake he makes that we want to jump all over at the beginning of his career, mm. when he he made many mistakes, by the way, on and off the pitch probably. But that one moment of magic was the was the headlines. Mm. And I remember the Crystal Palace goal on multiple goals. I remember the Palace uh, against Chelsea when he scored, I think he scored two at a White Hart Lane when they beat him. And you start watching the game and you're thinking, he did a lot of things wrong in them games, but the moments of magic overshadowed that sure. a little bit. And because we were only speaking about the positive part of Delhi, then that became the news story. Mm-hmm. But because as it spirals and the negativity that increases on top of him, as he done things off the pitch that support what you should do on the pitch, he'd probably say no at certain stages. Do you think Delhi Ali has been a, an unhappy footballer for quite a number of seasons that has lowered his performances because he's been affected, like you say, because some players just love want to be out there and he was such a talented lad, no one can really understand where it went wrong. I think if you look at it, went wrong so sudden, didn't it? What for me, and again, this is not something he said to me. This is me look. Listen, I do know him very, very well, but this is not him speaking to me. But I, I remember watching. Well, of course, he was deal playing Liverpool, and for me, it was a bittersweet seeing him playing a Champions League final. But then Liverpool winning it was obviously a little bit more important to me than that, and he knows that. And then seeing him come <laughs> off, and I think he kicked or threw a water bottle. And the stories afterwards, it was at the manager. And that, you know you've come off a pitch. Yeah. You don't know who's in front of you when you're angry. You don't know. Sometimes you don't know what you're doing. I kicked the water bottle and it's gone into the stand, and I've been booked for it, and I've said things. But in the moment that you don't realise that you're doing it, and from that moment on, I think his career that that was the moment. Because if you think of the game before, that was away at Ajax, wasn't it? When he he was magical on the day when they got through to the final. So for that spiral to be so quick. I think it's just public perception at certain stages and some of the things he's done that you'll have to accept responsibility for. But is he still only 26? Yeah, he's 27 the m- next month. Yeah, April, yeah, yeah. So there's still a lot of football left. I guarantee you in the summer he will be playing five-a-side somewhere with his mates. He'll be playing with his mates somewhere on a park playing five-a-side football. Does he still have enough time to resurrect his career and get back to being that Deli Ali that we were all so excited about? I don't think you, I think part of what we were so excited about was the future. Yeah, so that? when he gets the to twenty, yeah. Was. So mm. you never, we're never going to be excited by the future of Adele Ali. I think it's it's finding that moment. I think he's. I think his, his next. People always say his next step. His next step. His next step was Everton didn't work. His next step was Besiktas. We're reading it's not working. I just want to see him strip back and playing free and playing just him. If you leave him to him, he's magical. Some of the things he can do with the football, and we've seen that on on the world stage. Do you think he's more than capable of returning to the Premier League? Uh, right now, where he is, I would say no, because from where he's in Besiktas to come to the Premier League, the Premier League is the greatest league in the world. 
It really is. And what is the Premier League? The top of the Premier League? The middle of the Premier League? The bottom of the Premier League? Because mm-hmm. the type of player that he is, he has to play in that in them teams where, yeah, you do maybe sometimes dominate the ball a little bit more and he has that the flippancy of his game to actually affect the game. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Of course, make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm back tomorrow afternoon at 4pm on Andy Goldstein's Drive alongside the sneaker freak himself. Oh, I've been in hospital for a week, Darren Bent, who's back. And we'll be looking back on England and their Euro 2024 qualifier with Ukraine, which, of course, is live on TalkSport. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, You can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.